All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. jump right into this one the, the, the first one's a humdinger it's, it's actually kind of fucked up because it's a name that i have not heard in some time and i, I want to get this straight with everybody I, I do not believe this person is an extreme example this is how we get to the point to where we are now right it's so easy to look at the westboro baptist or, or someone like that and dismiss it as, well, that's the extreme form of Christianity. Here's the thing, gang. As an atheist, I don't get to make that call. I don't. And I've said openly from here on out, when it comes to telling you Christians what does and does not make a believer, my role is to shut the fuck up. But here's the thing, gang. I can't tell the difference between you fuckers. I can't. Because no matter what step you guys take, whether I agree with it, or whether I don't agree with it, you guys have biblical backing to 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 uh, back your play, right? Again, you guys, again, even Christians, you can't stand the Westboro Baptists. And if you don't know who that is, those are the assholes who stand in front of uh, funerals of soldiers. They're really nice guys, and these are the ones who hold up signs that reads out "God's hate fags." Thank God for 9-11. I'm glad fag soldiers are dead. And yet we all clutch our pearls and we all act pissed off. But the difference between secularists and Christians, I'm pissed off because I think it's fucked up. You Christians, you got to understand the exact matter of fact. And this is exactly what happened with slavery. The exact same biblical verse that the slave owners used to justify slavery was the exact same verse that the abolitionists used to try to end it. This is what happens when your worldview does not comport with reality. I think slavery is bad because it's fucked up. I don't want to be a slave, therefore I don't own other people. That's just pretty much the way the shit works out, right? You, you Christians, on the other hand... You have to find a verse in a book. And I've seen the videos, right? And it's like, does it take that much fucking effort to make a simple decision? Can Christians masturbate? Can Christians smoke? I've even seen, can Christians have anal and oral sex? You, you guys, you got to find a verse in that book to, to make your next decision. Life is so much easier. And yeah. You can get shit wrong. Welcome to being human. Because I can hear the Christians kicking back already. Right? Is it, well, Robert, what's your say? Shut the fuck up. It's my standard. And no, you don't have to agree with it. But if you ask me, it's a little bit easier. Uh, who was it? Uh, Cy Gart. Right? When I talked to him on Fuckface SJ Thomason's channel. He wanted kudos because that was a conversation from what? Two and a half, three years ago? His church is just now, finally, they haven't made the decision, 
My, my voice just cracked. They didn't make the decision. They finally sat and decided, now's the time to talk. Are gay people actual humans? Hey, fuckface, I've already made that call. And I made that, oh, I don't know, about 48 years ago. Right? And again, it was like when fuckface, uh, Pope rape apologist, fuckface the 33rd, got up there and said, yo, by the way, God says gay people are okay. And everyone jerked off all over themselves. Like, oh, Robert, we like this, but I'm like, why? Now that's like Ike Turner standing up and saying, I didn't beat Tina today. Hey, fuckface, you're not supposed to. Right? And how long did it take the church to finally say gay people are okay? No, I'm not giving you a fucking cookie for that. Right? So again, your, your, your worldview is better when it comports with reality. And yeah, when you believe that a Jew was put on a piece of wood and tortured to death and came back in less than 72 hours, you may say some fucked up ass shit. Which gang brings me to the first person on today's hit list. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think she's extreme. Michelle Fuckface Bachman. Y'all remember that crazy bastard when she ran for president? Right, you know how anti-gay she is? Have you guys seen her husband? Marcus fucking, I was about to write, what's her fucking name, Bachman? Marcus fucking Bachman gang is as gay as I am bald-headed. I get it, it's not even a cliche. At this point, it's a fucking fact, Jack. Look at fuckface Ted Haggard. Remember how anti-gay he was? And he still won't say that he's gay or at minimum bisexual. He's a straight man who suffers from some homosexual sin. Shut the fuck up. You like sucking dick. It's just that easy. Michelle Bachman's husband, look his ass up. Again, Uncle Bobby's not doing your heavy lifting. Look his monkey ass up. Yeah, he's running some gay conversion therapy shit. Yeah, he's hoping it works for others. Secretly, he's hoping it works for himself. But again, Michelle Bachner, again, the reason why this crazy bastard made today's hit list, gang, because I saw her on Right Wing Watch. Gang, again, it's another January the 6th fucking apologist. And she got up there and said, you know, there's no way. And again, this is what I said in my last podcast. I'm always like two behind because I'm mixing my own shit. So you guys be patient with me, right? Where the fuck was I going with that? January the 6th, I told you, I babbled too much, and you know how we get focused on this show, hold on, you know what time it is, Mm, delicious, Jen and Truth, let's go, where the fuck was I going with that, oh, well, here we go, this is where the fuck I was going with that, so again, when your worldview comports with reality, better things fucking happen, she's another January the 6th apologist, and where I was going with that was, This is what happens when Christians make excuses, right? Again, let an atheist do anything wrong. They hang their hat on that is atheism. And again, I told you guys, I have no loyalty to anything other than what I think is right. I told you, I think Dave Silverman, the once president of American Atheists, I think he's a sack of shit. I don't care that he doesn't believe in God. This isn't a cool people's club. If you fuck up, I'm going to call you out. Like I said, the last episode, if my ace, if West, the man that I pledged with, 
if he stood up and said COVID isn't real and don't get the vaccine, I don't care if we're both brothers of Phi Beta Sigma. I don't care that we pledged on the same line. I'm going to tell everyone Wes is fucking wrong. But again, when you are a Christian, again, again, I can make a whole episode on how much Christians apologize and make excuses for what other Christians do, no matter how fucked up it is, because they're in the same club. But this crazy bitch said there's no way that those were Trump supporters. You want to know why? They were Christians. They were there holding up signs, praising Jesus Christ. Now, there's one thing that crazy bitch did say that I do agree with. She said it was like a family reunion. I 100% believe her. If your family reunion is composed of a bunch of radicalized, angry white people who may be just a tad racist as shit, this is a family reunion that I would not be invited to. And if I did, I would be used as the entertainment and I would end up fucking dead. This is the family reunion where they dance on the dance floor and not nary a person gets the rhythm right. This is a family reunion gang to where the potato salad is nothing but mayonnaise and fucking raisins, Jack. This is a fucking family reunion I don't want to be a part of, but I do agree with her. This was a family reunion, and they all were centered around praising Donald fucking Trump. Again, I've said it once. I admit, this is what my daddy told me. I told you there were two phone calls right after Super Tuesday. That Wednesday, the first one was my best friend. And Simon said that motherfucking Trump's uh, damage will be generational. And as usual, Simon is fucking correct. My dad said it literally not 24 hours after this country fucked around and elected Donald Trump as the president. He said, this is a cult. There is no way someone with his social, political, financial fucking resume gets to where he got unless he has literally a cult like following. And just like Simon, as usual, my dad's right. Again, that family reunion was, again, it's the one thing she said that I agree with. This was a family reunion that no person of color, unless you're part of the coon train, would be invited to. It was all kinds of fucked up. And again, when when you are a Christian and you, you have to make excuses and apologies for the fucked up shit that people that wear the same label... It blows my fucking mind. This was some Michelle Bachman said this was the happiest place on the planet. Now, again, when you are surrounded by other like minded racists, other like minded xenophobes. Yeah, this is probably the happiest fucking place on the planet. Because here's the thing, gang. And this is Uncle Bobby's honest assessment. You want to know why Donald Trump had the effect that he did? Again, This is one of the biggest arguments to solidify critical race theory as fucking curriculum from kindergarten to the day your monkey ass gets out of school, no matter what level. This country is still racist. It is. And for four years, no, for two administrations, Obama one and Obama two, those assholes still felt the same way. They just had to go into hiding. And I think I told y'all. There was a lady that I, at work, I had a relationship with. 
And I was all, all over the, she would send blast emails and I never checked them. I, 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 not because it was her, because it's the moment I see I'm like one of 50, you know, people on the, I, I no longer care. But the God that I don't believe in said, hey, big guy, click on that one. And I did. And I'm scrolling through it. And gang, it was just a normal, you know, hyper Republican bullshit. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then I get all the way to the bottom. And gang, it is Obama's face superimposed on the skull of a chimpanzee. Ears. Ten times the size of what they actually are. His eyes were Sambo size. Those big fucking lips from the 1930s caricatures of black people and the wording on it was Obama talking Sambo speech. I sure do like being president, so. Gang, I sent that bitch an email right away. And I told her, one, get me off this fucking blast list. Two, I can't believe you thought that was a good idea to send. Three, we're not friends. And gang, we had a professional relationship. And I told that bitch, you are no longer welcome. Not on my roster, you're not. I don't care. I do not care. And gang, that, this isn't just one person. I remember there was a Spike Lee documentary where it was brilliant. There was no script. It was just a camera and a microphone. And they said, they put an asterisk by it. It's like, yo, I, we realize this isn't everyone in the South, but these people have voter registration cards. Gang, it was a two-hour-long two documentary, and it had one question. Are you ready for a black president? That was it. Gang, it was two hours of the most nauseating fucking answers. Not limited, but included. I just don't want a nigger in the White House. Gang, this was in the 2000s. So again, for all you assholes who are sitting there saying, get over it, it was just so long ago. Yeah, no, it wasn't, fuckface. It really wasn't. Trump brought out all those racist underpinnings. Everyone who had to whisper, whisper, wink, wink, nod, nod over the eight years of Obama felt now, now they're free. They can say nigger out loud. Again, gang, it was two years ago where we had Nazis, 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 and some of you assholes defended them when I was tweeting out when a Nazi would get choke slam. It's like, oh, well, Robert, you can't shut the fuck up. He's wearing a swastika. You can't, well, you can, but you can also get your monkey ass tossed up. Two years ago, in broad daylight, we had Nazis screaming, Jews will not replace us. And you know what the president of the United States said? They were fine people. And the most fucked up portion is some of y'all fucking defended what he said. And the answer is always no. When the Klan shows up, when the Nazis show up, when the skinheads show up, when the alt-right shows up, that's your whole story. That's it. There's no what about the other side. No. Because here's the thing. You could have had BLM. You could have Antifa. You could have had my angry ass up there. If there's no clan, if there's no Nazis, you know what we're going to do? We're going to hit the BBQ. We're going to talk shit, right? We're going to slap some bones. We're going to play some spades. Of course, black people and gang, it is a scientifically known fact. Right next to COVID is real, evolution happened, get more than 10 black people in the same room, the electric slide has to break out. It is a scientifically proven fact. 
right? If there's no clan, that's a party. You understand? And so this crazy bitch said it was like a family reunion and it was the happiest place on earth. And that I do believe from her point of view, because when you're surrounded by no one who's going to sit here and tell you that you're a racist sack of shit, you're happier than a pig and shit, right? And then but one more thing before I can get it, I can go nine hours on this crazy bastard. She said they were gathering to support the president who stood for Christian and biblical values more than any other president. And, I, and I'm curious, because I've read the Bible three times, and I told you, I was not an Easter Sunday, Christmas morning kind of Christian. I was there all the time. I've read the Bible three times. I can still out Bible the majority of Christians. I've got to talk with the Christian this Saturday. Hashtag look it up. I like Bible his monkey ass and I like him. But I'm curious where in the Bible, right? The 10 commandments, right? The ninth one bearing false witness. Don't lie. Is that the one she was talking about? That's all that fucker did. He set a record. No president has ever lied more than fucking Donald Trump, right? Don't covet your neighbor's wife. Is that the what she's talking about? That's all he's ever done. Again, three wives up, three wives down, cheated on every single last one of them. Tied to Jeffrey Epstein. I wonder what they did together. I know, I know, I know. It's like, oh, Robert, what about Bill Clinton? He's a rapist too. I don't give a shit, right? So again, which one is he talking about? Or is she talking about? Which one of the Ten Commandments? That's what Christians like to throw out there. The greatest rules ever. Hashtag not even close. Gang, the quick side note. If you just have to have rules set out for you, look up Hammurabi's code. Just so you know, there's 613 total commandments. Some of you Christians are like, what? Yeah, fuck faces. It's more than just 10. There's 613. Not a single one of them says don't rape. Not a single one of them says don't own a slave. Hammurabi's code does. As a matter of fact, again, I know, I know, I know. Robert, you took it out of context. Go fuck yourself. I'm a college graduate. I know how to read. The Bible actually endorses slavery. The Bible actually endorses rape. It actually tells you in certain instances, the rapist is forced to marry the rapist. You want to know why? That's his punishment. Only after he pays the uh, dad, 50 shekels of silver. You want to know why? It was a break it, you buy it clause. Back then, and when I say back then, pretty much now, a woman's worth was what was between her legs. You sold your daughter's virginity. The more fertile she was, the more valuable, right? She fetched a high bride price. So again, nowhere in the Ten Commandments or the 613, pretty much is anything that's worth a shit. But I want to know, which which one of those is Michelle talking about, right? This is the most Christian president ever. Again, I said this in another episode. If that's the case, gang, I've never ha- been happier to be a fucking atheist. Because if that is Christianity, no, I don't want to be a part of that club, right? As like I said, he's the most clansiest of the fucking Ku Klux Klan, Jack. Okay, great. If that's your standard, again, here's a club that I don't want to be a part of. So again, one more before I close this out. She said they were there praying that their true election results would come out. You know, 
Donald Trump won. And again, gang, when your worldview centers around reality, better things happen. When you have to hold on to uh, donkeys and snakes talking, wooden staffs becoming snakes because of, you know, magic. Eight people building a wooden boat in a desert that was big as a football field that hold millions of animals. When you're forced to believe that, you will bite on anything, including that a man who legitimately lost an election actually won. Okay, I didn't think that first one was going to take that long, but y'all know Uncle Bobby has anger issues. We're going to move on to something else, and something tells me I can turn this one into a hot steaming pile of anger as well. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. All right, gang. The second one up. I saw a fucking video. A fuckface Matt Gates elephant Titus, I fucking pay to rape little girls via Venmo in Marjorie Taylor, intellectual troglodyte, Cro-Magnon man, open mouth breathing, knuckle dragging, I do CrossFit, I have webbed feet, I believe in Jewish space lasers and white men are the actual victims green. That was actually pretty impressive, wasn't it, gang? I don't even know where the fuck I got that. But I'm going to celebrate. Hold on, you know what time it is. Shit, that was impressive. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Gang, I saw a video of these two assholes getting drowned out. They, they went to go do whatever fucked up ass, I'm a racist sack of shit, Donald Trump supporting speech. And I saw something, gang, that made me smile. They got drowned out. So much, in fact, they had to end their little speech, their little rally. And here's the thing, gang. One of Gates's uh, staffers, I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. One of his staffers is videoing the whole event. And you hear her say, because, oh, hold on, what's your name? Lauren Windsor, Lauren Windsor, Lauren motherfucking Windsor for the fucking win is sitting there. And it was so much, gang, I had to mute it eventually because it was annoying me. This warrior is blowing a coach's whistle and repeatedly asking the same question. Matt Gates, are you a pedophile? Matt Gates, are you a pedophile? Matt Gates, are you a pedophile? That's a legitimate ass question, gang. It just is. Right? But and I'm trying to figure out which way to take this bullshit. It, just in case you guys are not aware, Orenthal James Simpson is actually was found not guilty of double homicide. Go ask any person on the streets right now. Do you think he did that shit? Nine times out of ten, people are going to say he did that shit. He was found not guilty. And we have a stronger reaction on OJ Simpson than we do Matt Gates. Because some of you right now are like, oh, well, Robert, you hasn't been proven. Shut the fuck up. As obvious as OJ being covered in Nicole's blood, his DNA all over the fucking place and everything else, he was still found not guilty. Matt Gates, we have a fucking monetary electronic transfer record. More than one. He paid $900 
to what is it, Greenfield, Greenwall, whatever his little butt buddy was, who's also raping little girls. He paid $900 on multiple occasions for tuition. Then that fucker, the Greenfield, Greenwall, let's just call him rapist number two. Some way, somehow, he transferred 900 exact fucking dollars to the rape victims in fucking question for services fucking rendered. Again, stop with your legalese. Matt Gates is a fucking rapist, and he paid to fucking do it, Jack. You know how fucked up you have to be when you try to get Tucker Carlson on your side? Y'all remember that fucking interview? He was like, oh, yeah, oh, people were questioning me and Susie. We had a lovely dinner with you and your wife, Tucker, don't you remember? You remember what Matt Klansman said? Well, I, I don't remember that at all. I don't know. Do you know how fucked up you have to be when fucking Tucker Carlson is the voice of reason in that conversation? Right? But again, we got fucking Matt Gates here. And, he, and I can hear right now the apologists like Megan Fuckface McCain talking about this is a slippery slope. Gang, this is not a slippery slope. I've been saying this since I was a kid. Now, it's one of two things. I've actually been somewhat of a deep thinker and philosopher since I was a kid, or I'm an angry little bastard. Hashtag maybe it's both. But gang, I've been saying since I was a child, I don't see anything wrong with hating people who hate me first. If you slapped my mom, I would take perverse fucking pleasure, Jack, in watching you draw your last breath. You understand what I'm saying? And people like to do that old Buddhist thinking bullshit. Oh, well, Robert, anger's like a hot rock. You know, you hold on to driving. Shut the fuck up. Some people deserve to be hated. Some people deserve to be drowned out of fucking the everyday circle. And Matt Gates is one of them. Right? You remember when he wore an actual gas mask on the floor of Congress to mock COVID? And just like everyone else, when he gets called out, he calls everyone else a snowflake and, oh, can't you take a joke? Right again, I'm going to say it, just like Lauren motherfucking Windsor, he's a rapist and the worst kind because he targeted little girls. Gang, if you paid him, those girls, $9 million, you're still a fucking rapist, Jack. And here's the thing. I just got a note for emotional support system. On top of just being a fucking pedophile, which right there, that, 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 there, there, Jimmy Truth, yeah. That's old episode. When you do shit like that, gang, that, that is little dick fucking energy all over the place. You want to know why? And I knew someone like this. I'm going to say this before the break. I knew someone at work that told to say this person was a pathological liar is to insult all pathological liars. But he knew he who he could lie to, i.e. his wife, because if you were to say it to anyone else, we'd be like, yo, dude, shut the fuck up. Seriously. No one would buy it. But his wife would. Right? Gang, when you were constantly flexing on little girls, again, you're one, you're just a pedophile. You're a fucking criminal, Jack. But that's a control issue. And that's what I tell the women who come to me for their self-defense. This is not about sex. This is control. This is power. His dick might as well be a fucking billy club. And whatever the fuck he's got going on in his past is irrelevant to the point that someone now has to carry the bullshit that he put on him. 
And one day that 17-year-old, that 16-year-old girl is going to wake up. She's going to have 900 extra bucks. But later on, she's going to realize what the fuck he did to her. Again, that's not about sex. Even if she came five times, that's not about sex. That is about power and fucking control. So no, he should not share the common space with everyone else. Lauren motherfucking Windsor, I tip my hat to you, madam. You drown his monkey ass out. Again, this is what people like this deserve. And I'm going to hit on this. Let me write this shit down. Hold on. Y'all know how my brain works. I'm going to get all fucked up and think about something else. Stop being nice. All right, gang. Because I've got the world's greatest DJ. I got this motherfucking Tesla. I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pushing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. I'm black. Gang, good thing I wrote that shit down because I would have forgotten the shit out of it. So my point in bashing the shit out of Elephant Titus called Rapist, gang, stop being nice. And this is the right thing to do. Again, I'm not the asshole when someone's standing on the fucking street corner saying, I hate niggers, I hate niggers, and then I go right next to him and I just blow my fucking car horn until no one can hear. I'm not being the aggressor. This is the right thing to do. Matt Gates, yeah, the First Amendment protects his freedom of speech. And you know what else? It protects our freedom of speech to drown his monkey ass out because what he has to say is lethal. It is poisonous. At the end of the day, here's another asshole who thinks Donald Trump won the election. And again, like Michelle Bachman and all the other, what, 60 some odd million assholes who think this way, he lost the fucking election, Jack. January the 6th is the result of the big lie. That's the end of the story. Stop being nice. Now, I didn't say put your hands on them, not unless you have to. But again, again, if Matt Gates puts his hands on me, that's going to be the last mistake he makes that fucking day. You can write that shit down. But let me tell you something. People like this need to be muted. Oh, hold on. Let's, let's just because. Yeah. Hit your joint. Hit your whatever. I'm about to take a sip. Three, two, one. Republican buzzword time. They're going to say they're being canceled or censored. I don't give a shit. People like this gang do not deserve an open audience. Stop being fucking nice. That's our problem. Now let's move on to the uh, second head of this fucking uh, stupid fucking dynamic duo of intellectual butt fuckery, and that is Marjorie Taylor fuckface green. Gang, this is the same asshole who literally thinks, and she walked it back. Yeah, she did, just like she does everything else, but this crazy bitch thinks that California wildfires were started by Jewish space lasers. Someone please tell me how this person is politically relevant. 
This person has openly said on more than one occasion that the real victims in America are white men. And again, if you think that's right, trade places with the black person just for one day. You wouldn't make it six fucking seconds, Jack. If you had my memories, and that's just me. Again, I've told you on my timeline. I double dog dare any white dude who sits there. And again, I've told you, it's funny. No, it's not. It's funny how the white men have never said this to my face. They send their women to say that shit. Snowflake much, right? You're the big tough and rumble guy with $10 million worth of machine guns, right? But you're the one telling everyone else we're living in fear because we live in, want to wear a mask, right? But you send your wife to do your fucking dirty work and tell a six foot three inch muscular black dude that no one has it harder. Go, you tell him, honey. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be 20 miles down the street. You tell that big black nigger that no one has it worse than what? Give me a break, right? She actually thinks that white men are the actual victims in this country, right? I remember Chris Rock even made a joke about it. Not a single white man would trade places with me and I'm rich. That's what Chris Rock said. You know what? He's right. So again, this, what else has this crazy bastard said? I mean, what hasn't she fucking said, right? She, she hung that sign. You know, there are only two genders, right? This is, this, this person represents an entire state. You guys know how fucking scary that is? I told y'all, this is not McDonald's. You just don't walk in and say, I want to be a head of fry cook. That means, and I know, I know, I know, she was the only person on the ballot. But I told you what to do if that's your only option. You take a shit so powerful that airs a mushroom cloud over the fucking toilet, Jack. We're talking Chernobyl. And then you wipe your ass with that paper ballot and you turn it in. Gang, I, I was in Louisiana when it happened. When David Duke, the grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, ran for governor and came in third. Do you have any idea what the fuck that means? And now you got Marjorie Taylor fuckface green trying to hold rallies and people are drowning her out. And to that I say, bravo. This person does not need a fucking audience. She's a COVID denier. Again, I've already told y'all, COVID is real. It doesn't care what you believe. It's kind of like, oh, well, do you believe in evolution? Hey, fuck face. Evolution is not a belief. It has happened. It is happening. And it will continue to happen. Whether you believe in it or not, COVID is real. The vaccines are real. I just saw a video of this troglodyte bragging how she's not wearing a mask. And again, here's a pro-life person. Again, Republican logic will never fucking change. I care about all life right up after it comes out of someone's vagina. Then I don't give a shit because she won't wear a mask. She's been vaccinated. I guarantee it. But she won't say she will because she has to put on the front. There is no campaign picture of this crazy bitch who, where she's not holding on to an M16 AK-47 sitting on top of a fucking Sherman Tank while holding six grenades in one hand. Why? Because her hands are that fucking big and she's short. 
You again, this be, look, let me let me tell you something. For someone who denies evolution, she's living proof of it. That crazy bitch is the missing link. How are you gonna be fucking five foot three and have arms that are 68 inches long? She has hands that look like a fucking catcher's mitt. Have y'all ever seen the back of her hands? Her knuckles are fucking callous. You want to know why? Her knuckles drag the ground. She's an ugly human being. All she cares about is death. She does. She wants everyone to have a weapon. Machines whose only mission is to stop heartbeats, to turn bodies cold. You are a state leader. Your only job over the last year and a half should have been wash your hands, social distance, get the fucking vaccine when it becomes available, wear your mask. Instead, she promoted the exact opposite. But you know who she is concerned with? Fetuses. Again, as long as it doesn't have a social security number and a first and last name, most important on the planet. Two feet on the ground. Watch what happens. Watch how those level Republicans say, fuck you, you should have worked harder. Or tell the mother, you shouldn't have had babies that you can't afford. Gang, stop being nice to these social maggots. Drown out every hardcore Trump supporter you can. Because Uncle Bobby hasn't changed his stance. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. The definition of a failed insurrection is a dress rehearsal. Gang, we haven't even begun to tip the scales. These assholes will be back. Uncle Bobby guarantees it. Gang, we're going to move on to the last one. Guaranteed not to be cheery. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, and delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right, gang, like I said, I'm just now starting to learn how to mix my own shit. At Perfect Gummy is the world's greatest DJ. He taught my monkey ass how to do this. So again, give me some patience. My episodes are coming out a little bit slower, but they're still coming out. So the one that I did two days ago that was released this morning or this afternoon or whatever the fuck it was, I talked about the people who bashed Simone Biles because she felt the need to tap out. Gang, let me tell you guys something. Again, listen to the other episode. It won't be a total rehash. In this case, because it's personal, let's talk about athletes of color. Yeah, we're your entertainment. I I get that. I, I was once there. But at the exact same time, we're not your fucking entertainment, Jack. And when Simone needs to tap out, you need to tap the fuck out, right? Again, yes, yes. And again, I'm not going to go over it all again. Listen to the previous episode. But the once, still, athletic standard is, yeah, concussion, you play. Broken bone, you play. Mental health suffering, you play. Yeah, that's the standard. But just like everything else, things change. Things should change. Me and my dad were telling my aunt war stories because, again, I played during an incredibly barbaric time. My dad played in times that was even worse. 
if you played football the way me and my dad played football, you would not make a single practice. That coach would be fired on the spot. Texas versus Rice, 1994. I'll never forget it. It was the first game in 27 years. Texas lost to Rice. I was on the field for that. It was a Thursday night. Couldn't it, Wes Craven could not have written a worse horror story. It was cold. It was rainy. It was Thursday night. We were the only game on so everyone watched. And Rice beat us. And if, if you're not saying, oh, my God, that means you don't know the rivalry. For every 5,000 games we win, Rice wins one. This is not a rivalry. They suck. We're good. It's just that simple. Gang, it was a – fuck, I can't believe I remember this. It was a jet call. It was the only time the strong side outside linebacker, that was me, you had no responsibilities. You were just a heat-seeking missile. So I remember I dipped under the tight end. It was a sweep to my side, to the left side of the field. I can't believe I still remember this, probably because it hurt so much. The running backs, it was number 27, redheaded black dude named Yancey. How do I remember this shit? He ran past me as I was running underneath. I put my left arm out, and I remember I grabbed Yancey. Gang, I, like I said, I'm a strong guy. You're not supposed to be able to arm tackle with one arm. Let's just say I had that talent. And as Yancey's pulling my arm upfield, I remember flexing to stop Yancey. Yancey stopped. I just happened to be that strong. The inside linebacker to my side was Winfred Tubbs. He scraped right off my backside. Some of you don't know what scraping means. Look it up. It's a football term. And instead of hitting Yancey, again, my arm is extended. Yancey, I've got Yancey with my arm. Tubbs hits my tricep. My arm goes in two different directions. Can y'all get that picture? Yancey's taking my arm north. Tubbs took the other half of my arm south. For that half a second, my arm separated. Gang, it hurt so bad, it didn't hurt, if that makes any sense, right? I remember I fell to a knee, and I cradled my arm on my lap, and I just stood there which was not like me. I was always the first one up. And they took me to the sideline. Long story short, gang, long story short, we called it the bat phone. There was a red phone on the sidelines. Some of y'all are like, oh, what the fuck is it? Because you're too fucking young, shut the fuck up. And it was my position coach, Coach Rocco. Hey, Bob, why aren't you in the game? Coach, I dislocated my elbow. Hey, Bob, tell them you... He told me to get back in the game. And you know what my dumb ass did? I got up to get back in the game. You know the reason why I didn't play? Because Kerry Windler, the orthopedic surgeon for the team, took one look at my elbow and said he's out. When that guy makes the call, an assistant trainer takes your helmet and hides it. That was the culture back then, gang. I would have played with a dislocated elbow in severe pain. That's the standard. Simone Biles said, yeah, not today, Jack. And she took care of herself. Now, I said in the other episode, and I'm going to say it on this one, shut the fuck up. Because the people who are coming out and trashing Simone Biles don't pack the gear. You're not qualified, right? This is why I don't watch football with most people. My work wife, Jimmy and Ashley. It, it, because when I sit in a room, 
What, what normally happens, gang, is that there's five other guys, when I used to watch football with humans, who didn't make it past the seventh grade B team, and they got cut. And so when something happens, they're the first ones to sit here and say, well, you know what I would have done. It's like, shut the fuck up. If you could have done better, why didn't you? And again, when was the last time you touched your toes? When was the last time you broke a sweat, had a salad? Right? You're not qualified. Gang, I just found out who the fuck Travis Clay is. Travis Clay apparently is a right-wing sports shock jock. Now, again, the YouTube gods wanted me to trash this asshole. And he's on CNN, and he makes a comment. And again, this was before this. I just built hashtag unprofessional. And he makes a comment to a female reporter. Because they were talking about Jamel Hill when she got released from uh, ESPN. He said the two things, again, this was on CNN. The two things that he believes in are the First Amendment and boobs. The female reporter was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and she was like, did you say the First Amendment and B-O-O-B-S? He's like, yeah, yeah, the, the only things that have never let me down, the First Amendment and boobs. Okay, you right now you already know this guy's sitting on some bullshit. But gang, again, I, I can't believe he had the balls to say this out loud. And when I say balls, I mean shriveled up tumors. Again, your ability to grow facial hair does not make you a man. Sorry, it doesn't mean your balls have dropped. Gang, this asshole said the reason why he can speak on this is because he's a little league baseball coach, little league baseball coach. Your, your, your biggest worry is getting Jimmy, the 11 year old to focus on first base. You teach T-ball. There's a pitcher in T-ball. Did y'all know that? And you're teaching the pitcher in T-ball who doesn't pitch what to do. Way to go. I'm glad you're invested in kids, but that doesn't make you fucking qualified to tell Simone Biles what she should and should not do. Again, Simone Biles is a trendsetter. And again, Michael Knowles is another one of these, and all these assholes are attached Shock, surprise, to tiny hands, little dick. I've never seen a woman have an orgasm, Ben Fuckface Shapiro, right? Again, Michael, no, again, it's like quitting isn't honorable. Okay, again, it's like old transgender argument. We're not the same conversation. You can sit here and say she quit, that she turned her back on her team, whatever the fuck. And as long as that's your argument, you're kind of right. Simone Biles looked out for fucking Simone Biles. You know who we haven't heard from? Her teammates. Yeah. Something tells me that if her teammates were actually interviewed, you know what they would say? I'm proud of Simone. That's what happens when you're part of a fucking team, Jack. The little girl who took her place will never guess what. She scored higher than she's ever scored before. Simone said, I can't take this fucking baton. I can't remember her name, Joanne. Joanne, I need you to do this. You'll never guess what Joanne did. She kicked ass. You want to know why? That's what teams do. 
Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, arguably in the last 30, 40 years, was the greatest backup quarterback ever. He backed up Troy Aikman, a Hall of Fame fucking tight end. Jason Garrett will never cross the thresholds of Canton, Ohio, unless he's taking his fucking kids. What made him so great? He never rocked the boat. Every time Troy Aikman came off the field, number 17 was there to talk to him about what he saw. Troy, what can you do better? He supported that fucker every step of the way. And when Troy Aikman got hurt, you'll never guess what happened. Jason Garrett went in and bowled his ass off. So good, in fact, people are like, man, you're, you're a starting quarterback. Shouldn't there be a quarterback controversy? You know what he said? No. Troy Aikman is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And when Troy Aikman got healthy, you'll never guess what he did. He sat his monkey ass on the bench. He was the ultimate role player. Gang, sometimes the leaders, they can't go. Yeah, I know, I know. I was once there. Unlike Michael Knowles, unlike Travis, what is the fuckface Clay, definitely unlike Ben Fuckface, all these assholes. Again, gang, at 48, I have lost more athleticism. At 48, I shit more athleticism out of my asshole than all these haters do combined. And I can tell you, there are days that you just can't do it. You got to step down for the betterment of the team. Right? And someone made it, God damn it, I should have remembered. And I hope she hears this. I'm going to give her a shout. <clears throat> but there was someone on Twitter because they was like, you can't quit, you can't quit, you can't quit. And someone piped up. I think she's military. <laughs> you're like, you ever notice how fighter jets have eject buttons? Sometimes you do quit. Sometimes you can't go forward. The brave thing, what these emotional maggots don't realize, is that she's brave because she recognized she couldn't go forward. She didn't push herself into a mental or physical oblivion. Again, my generation, we will always limp. My dad, who once had my body, or at least I had his, my dad looks like 10 pounds of shit stuffed in a five-pound bag. He can't put on his own shoes. Deodorant. I'm serious. Imagine, you remember what kind of shit Ricky Williams took when he quit? Ricky Williams quit at the height of his career for his mental health, and we shit on him. Ricky didn't want to limp when he got 50 years old, so he stopped. Again, all these assholes who have never run a lap, who have never competed past fucking sixth grade. I think you should shut the fuck up. You aren't qualified to talk. All right, gang. Uncle Bobby gave you a trio of problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you a trio of motherfucking solutions. First one up, Michelle Bachman. Shut the fuck up. Again, here you are. Yet another Christian. You believe the world was made in six days, that there's an invisible man in the sky who marks down every time you jerk off. You believe snakes can talk. Of course you think Trump won the fucking election. Hashtag he didn't do it. Right? 
He stands for biblical values. Which ones? <laughs> because if you can prove it, you have just dug everyone else's hills that much deeper into atheism. Again, Trump lost. And no matter how much his supporters say so, he's still fucking lost. <laughs> Get over it. right? Get over the past. right? That's what you tell us. Go fuck yourself. Next one up. Elephant Titus Cole, Matt Gates, intellectual troglodyte Marjorie Taylor Greene. Shut the fuck up. Again, gang, drown them out every chance you fucking get. Yes, they have a First Amendment right. Yes, they should be allowed to speak just like we should. And we should drown these assholes out. Again, I put them right up there with the people who scream nigger on the sidewalk. And I go and I drown them out. Right? I'm not being intolerant. As far as I'm concerned, I'm doing community fucking service. Again, I'm not saying put your hands on these people. Do not get arrested. But do not remain silent while these assholes are kicking up hate. Again, these people are agents of Trump. There will be another violent act upon this United States. I all but guarantee. No, I do guarantee you that. We have to drown these people out, gang. You are not being intolerant. You, sir, you, madam, you're actually being a fine patriot. Again, a patriot is someone who loves this country enough to point out its weak spots. The actual traitors are the ones who sit here and say everything is fine. The actual traitors are the ones who sit there and say Donald Trump lost. The actual traitors are the ones who make an excuse for things that are plain as a nose on your face, like Donald Trump is responsible for January the 6th. Lastly, but not leastly, Travis Clay and everyone else who has bashed Simone Biles, shut the fuck up. Dude, you coach Little League. You are a conservative sports shock jock. Again, I, I'm, I'll never tell you that I was that guy. Canton is not calling my name. I did not start in the NFL. I was a bench warmer on a great day. If anyone has the juice to weigh in on what happened to Simone Biles, it is me. And my monkey ass is saying, go Simone, go. You can't even bend over and touch your fucking toes, Jack. You coach Little League. You are in charge of making sure that 10-year-olds make it to the area finals. Simone Biles is one of the greatest athletes we've ever fucking seen. Until you strap it up, until you can do 1-100 of what she can do, when you handle the pressure that that woman handles, then then maybe your opinion will be slightly valid. Until then, shut the fuck up. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. And truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Yeah. Gin and truth. Let's go. Jim.
Let's